shit. Okay. Wait a minute, you got. No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious because I don't understand. When is it okay to not play football anymore? Listen up, this is the, <laughs> no, um, hey, listen up guys, this is the second episode of Strange Lunch, and I'm so glad, so relieved to finally meet the work, um, this episode is emerging from deep down within the dark catacombs of adult life, cutting right through the kaleidoscopic uh, reality tunnel of distraction because God knows how hard it is you all know how hard it is to get the passion project out you know I recently started a, a new job so it kind of I mean it, I recently started a new job and you can you know you know how that can change the way you move you know it, it's really hard to set pace I started doing these podcasts at the wrong time but you know it's the, it's always the right time you think it's the wrong time but it's always the right time um it's just that you have to if you really want it it's gonna first come in as an uncomfortable you know at an uncomfortable you gotta find your rhythm you know so this podcast is bi-weekly i i i'm, I'm releasing this maybe three weeks late but better late than never, you know, the blessing part, the blessing, the true blessing of it is the ability, my ability now to kind of have already worked out the ideas and kind of fleshed out um, what I want to say. Um, it's not from lack of trying. I have been recording. It's just the way that this podcast is recorded. It's stream of consciousness. And now with the limited amount of time that I have. Um, because adult life, adult life, adulting, I'm out here adulting, um, You, I can sketch out the time, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the work meets the criteria of the time. Like, it's, I'm not going to be able to fit this in within like two hours, you know, like I, uh, I, I need to record these, I need to, and these aren't excuses, this is just kind of like the internal struggle, I mean, we all go through this. So I feel like it's just really good to be able to at least maybe relate with people on this topic. But yeah, you know, I set the time out, but that doesn't mean that the work is going to emerge. Um, I record, I re-record, I sometimes think up bits and take them, take them out, you know. So, you know, um, I... The, the, the good part about it is, and I want to start with a little bit of gratitude, I guess, is um, I got to complain to my friends, I'm like, yo, I, I started the podcast, but I'm, I'm already late, and then not only that, now I'm past due, you know, and also talking to clients about it, like, kind of talking about what I wanted to say on the next one, and kind of figuring out feedback in real world, on a real world sense, you know, because that's how you kind of feel out what the audience is, because I'm pretty sure that I'm only, I only have like four or five listeners 
on the podcast. But shout out to you guys. You guys are the MVPs, man. I'm sending you guys t-shirts. <laughs> shout out to you, Zaki, listening to the podcast. Um, commenting on my SoundCloud. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I mean, so I was actually, I, I was given advice a couple nights ago by one of the clients. And homie was like, He's, he's like it's really cool because he's like a voice actor for a GTA game like he, he did some voice he does he does voice acting he did voice he did a voice in a GTA game and um, very interesting dude uh, does translations for secret government uh, <laughs> secret government agencies that shall not be named I just think it's cool to not name it just keep it all on the on the mysterious tip. But yeah, he told me time management, make sure I'm managing my time because he really like he really enjoyed the the time talking with me and it really encouraged me to like, yo, I'm going to get this done. And actually, it feels great because I feel like the egg has finally hatched. Mentally, I'm in a good space. Um I I've, I've already been in a groove with this job for like about a, a month and I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, I've gotten over the 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 high of what Henry Rollin calls the opium den, the opium den of employment, you know. Uh, right now, life is very fluid, and as long as you kind of accept the fact that things aren't going to be static, I think you're going to be okay. Make sure to keep your adaptability skills on a hundred, for sure. <laughs> you know, because I, I've had friends that you know, like. Like college, you go to college and you don't really get prepared for to lose your job or whatever the case may be. You know, having bills to be paid. Very daunting stuff. And uh, shout out to all you out there struggling, you know. Striving. Not even struggling, but like striving. Fighting the, the good fight. Shout out to all you college students. Everybody out there working. All the artists out there, shout out to anybody who sets deadlines and puts the pressure on themselves, because God knows that's a very difficult thing to do. God, um, shout out to anybody who puts their work out there, you know, for to be not even criticized, but to be to be to put it out there. You know, these these are rays of light. I think that people, especially creators, for the most part, for the most part, are you know, people out there who with the best intentions. Like we, 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 we come out here with, with our heart on our in our hands, like here. Hold this hold this art right here. You know? And I think it's a very bold and, and a good thing to do because anytime that you express yourself and you put work out there for people to listen to, it kinda sends a vibration of confidence of you know you get hot. Like I've been walking around with a, like a post it note on my mind. For this podcast for three weeks and it's been like now it feels like it's a whole weight off my shoulders and it feels good you know like i've been feeling good from all the other wins that i've been having but there's been like a creative block from like this which i would like to have devoted more not that i didn't devote the time but you know the devotion means nothing <laughs> the results will happen when they happen and however they happen whatever you know but the devotion is, is, is very important. It means nothing, but it's very important. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? But yeah, woo! Finally here. Uh, episode two. Uh, did I want to cover anything 
shout out to all the college students again one more time shout out to you guys out there getting your work done writing your papers for sure so this episode is on Ricky Williams I wanted to make I wanted to make this episode for for you know around the time of, of the Super Bowl I saw the 30 for 30 run Ricky run on Netflix and it was nothing but fuegos and I I really wanted to talk about it. I wanted to drop it around the time for the Super Bowl while it was on topic but you know deadlines are an imaginary thing and if it's if the work is really important and you it's really important to you you'll you'll strive past the deadline and get it done you know so this is what we're going to talk about today Ricky Williams run Ricky run Bang. <laughs> so uh, the reason why I chose this subject matter is I think it's such a captivating story. It's such a revealing story. It's a story about um, so Ricky Williams is a, an excellent running back. A, I would say a historical figure of the 90s, a staple to the 90s or early 2000s. I don't know. I'm really bad at this. I was a young cat. I was a young I was a young Brian when Ricky Williams was was playing running back and he was on top of the world you know um, Ricky Williams is most known for the Bob Marley of the NFL you know the first kind of like this marijuana advocate and he caught a lot of flack for that he won the Super Bowl and he decided yo I'm out I'm not playing football anymore and people hated him for that hated him for that and everybody was like, yo, go smoke your weed and being very, very mean, as you can probably guess at the, during those times. Because right now we're living in 2016 and marijuana is a little more socially acceptable. But back then it was, yo, it's the devil's cabbage. <laughs> the devil's, the devil's, that's how you know I'm, I'm Spanish. You could tell, like, oh, he's a Latino. He always confuses the bees with the V's, the V's with the bees. Yes, the devil's cabbage. <laughs> smoking the devil's cabbage um, yeah so he was crucified by the media and people hated him burning his jerseys people were heartbroken and hurt it was the worst thing ever and the reason why this is such a cool story is that people didn't know what was going on on the backside you know um, on the back end that's why um, the backside that's why um <laughs> As the great Twitter philosopher Jesus Nice would say, you gotta hear both sides. He's uh, you can check out his podcast Bodega Boys. I think it's a really dope podcast. I listen to it whenever it drops. Um, yeah, but you gotta hear both sides. And on the side of Ricky Williams' story, you get to on this thirty for thirty, you really get to see the whole picture because. And this is what I love about marijuana and people who smoke marijuana and all the marijuana philosophers out there, man. They all kind of have this similar introspective quality to them. You know, Bob Arley was a very introspective dude who questioned uh, a lot of society's values. I mean, of course, marijuana wasn't the reason, the only reason for that. I think us as people are deeper than that, but the people who are drawn to smoke marijuana sometimes are people with real like you know like I mean I don't know let's just put a pin in that one but in the sense of like like 
they, like uh, Bob Marley, he was like this half black, like 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 half not half black, but like light skinned black guy in a in a place in where you had to be one or the other, and he was kind of uh, ostracized for that on, on both sides of the fence, you know. So he was the guy that preached for peace. So. On the side of Ricky Williams, back on topic because I I been I went on a quick tangent there. Um, Ricky Williams was going through some things psychologically. He left, and I'm not saying he went crazy or anything. He just really, really wanted solitude. Um, he retreated to, to buying some land in Australia and living in a tent for like a year. Comes back to the USA, uh, wants to come back to the NFL and play for free, but they wanted to still find him and and suspend him. So he was like, you know what? No. So he ended up just being a regular guy for like another year, bought a house somewhere, playing poker with just regular people. It's a crazy story. And he comes to the realization and like he's traveling at this time he goes to like india and he comes and he 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 learns something about himself he learns something about life uh, his time in india um he learns meditation he he goes he retreats to an ashram learns meditation practices under yogi practices yoga and all types of breathing techniques gets really into it and makes a decision for his life and says that yo, I'm maybe I'm not meant to play football. It's maybe it's something I'm good at, but it's not necessarily who I am. And he kind of started to think up of who he is, and he decided to be like he's like yo, I'm I'm a healer. I'm here to heal people. So he he decides to study holistic medicine. It's a very interesting story. And he's not without his flaws, you know. He has a, a a messed up childhood growing up, and this is probably what leads him that that kind of stress leads him to live this life, you know. But I think it's a really dope story because he walks away Dave Chappelle style, and people don't understand what he's doing, but he's out there following his purpose, and I think that's worth paying attention to because just because you're being paid millions of dollars doesn't necessarily mean that your life is being fulfilled like you're not completing the you're not tending to your needs doesn't the money doesn't necessarily mean you're tending to your needs you know you could be playing football you could be good at it you could you have high aptitude for it but at the end of the day you we are people we're fluid and Whatever, like, what if you have a thirst for knowledge? You know, when, when are you gonna fit that in? You, when you want to be a half a doc, if you want to be half a doctor while you're while you're also being a football player, right? When he comes back from his trips to India, all enlightened and such, in a way, uh, he he does an interview with like Charlie Rose, and he and they ask him like, why isn't he playing football? And he says this really cool thing where he goes like, hey man. When is it gonna be okay for me not to play football, huh? When when my joints stop working, when I've had a couple concussions, when I'm injured, will will it will it be will it be okay for me to stop playing football then? And 
that touched me, man. That really hit my heart because that's the part that not a lot of people understand about athletes, you know, like you just expect them to play. You expect them to get take those hits and we think that we're we're so removed from what's actually happening on that field, you know? We're just cheering and we kind of get into this mob mentality and whatnot. So yeah, I just think that it's such a cool story. It's like rebel with a cause. Um, I really, 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 really like that story. Um, shout out to my friend Rad, who also put me on to a YouTube video by the NBA, which is the mod and this this guy um, Larry Sanders, who plays for the Milwaukee Bucks who is kind of like the modern-day Ricky Williams, who walked away from playing basketball to become a writer, painter, musician, and father. And that's how he self-identifies. And he says that basketball is just something I'm good at and something I do. But I have emotional issues. <laughs> no. Um, he's like, you know, he has an, a more emotional life that these things, such as writing, painting, and playing music, help fulfill him more than playing basketball it's more of a therapeutic thing for him and he finds that that's where his work is and who's to say that that's not valid right and i just like those kinds of these kinds of stories because it it talks about people who are bold enough to take less to say you know what i'm going to go ahead and take less because I want to have the freedom to do more because in the modern life that we're living, we're living in a world of specialization. They want you to be really, really good in a, in a certain section of the world and they want to keep you there forever and they make you compromise. You take a paycheck and whatever. And it's not that that's a bad thing because I'll tell you right now, I, don't, I wouldn't mind living life you know, working a job that I'm maybe not necessarily passionate about, but it pays well, uh, securing a home, being able to put food on the table every single day, some nice entertainment, a nice wife to call my own, some kids, a dog. I would not mind that life. But at the same time, I have this creative life that I am living right now and I enjoy very much so. You know, it's it's through this creative life that I, I lead and, and many of my friends lead, these are moments above water, you know, above um, the, the worries and anxieties of real life or the life that we're plugged into, you know, these are moments of introspection of, of all that good stuff. You know, moments where we can add, where we can bring something back. Like you get your head above water and you're able to bring something back to this membrane that we're all living in called the real world, adult life and whatnot. So um, I want to share this. I, was, I looked up the word ashram, which is something I, I learned this week. Um, ashram is... It's an epistemology, which means the study of words. It's It derives from the Sanskrit word swama, to toil. That's what it means, to toil. And ashram is a negation of that, which means to not toil, not to toil. So 
an ashram is basically like a, a dojo in India of some sort where people go and practice and practice meditation and, and yoga and everything and not toiling means to not work hard not to put not not strenuous effort and I think that that is so cool India is one of the oldest civilizations um, the Bhagavad Gita and and all and the Vedic texts I think that's what they're called is one of the oldest books like religious books there is and um, it's so cool that they developed a section an institution for non-striving as Henry Miller would say to non not strive he thinks that there's too much striving in the world and if people did less the world would be a better place and we would still figure out a way of getting everything done and I, I don't think he's wrong in that you know I, I'm cool with competition I, I like competition and everything but uh, I can I think I appreciate somebody who is less of a busybody more than a busybody you know like a lot of the anxieties of the world it's too easy to get caught up in the anxieties of the world man so anybody who can keep their cool through all this chaos is a is an awesome person to be to have around so that's a good thing so appreciate all your friends not just the ones that that are, are always constantly striving appreciate the stoner that does nothing and is sinking into their couch as we speak ha 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 little tongue-in-cheek but yes cool stuff man uh, I want to thank everyone who has listened to the podcast part two it's episode two ha ha uh, <laughs> um it's been really real and i really am looking forward to being on schedule next time and really putting out maybe you know the third episode on time two weeks from now and please 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 leave a comment share the podcast with someone holla at me about what your thoughts I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up an email address for this separately. So let, let's see what happens. So this has been Strange Lunch. Bon voyage. Goodbye, loved ones. I'm out of here. Why do you have to be the one that tries to change the world or change society or whatever? Why not? And that's what he says. Why not? When I can be um, stoic in the, um, in the eyes of being threatened or being insulted, then uh, I think that has to get people's attention. To be detached, you, you're not coming from anywhere. You know, you're just coming from a place of love. And for someone to come from a purely place of love will be the most misunderstood person in the whole entire world. <laughs>